Hello, podcast listener. The next couple of episodes were actually recorded prior to uh, Crimes of Grindelwald, but due to me wanting to be somewhat timely with Crimes of Grindelwald, I'm choosing to put them out now. So here they are. The Christmas episode has also already been recorded. Um, yeah, I think even that was before... No, it was after these. So the timeline's all messed up and everything's terrible. It's great, though. Merry Christmas! And here's... Well, not Merry Christmas, because this is the Christmas episode, but here's another episode for you. So I'm going to sing an opening song now. Mandy, it's the film Mandy. Nicholas Cage, he's very strange in this one. Mandy, oh, it is Mandy. My creativity has run out. Queen. I like that's the beginning of the podcast, and now people think... Well, it's probably... I don't think I got the whole sentence, so it's going to be like, no slash like, it's just going to go, like Queen. And that's how I describe this movie. A lot like Queen. Welcome back to... <laughs> oh, that was a crap opening, Jesus. Um, we're back in the Genesis bar. We've not actually recorded in here for a little while. Getting back to the roots. Yeah. I mean, if we were at that table, we'd be at the very spot where we recorded the first episode of this very show. Um, when we, do you remember Dave? Yeah. Fucking that random dude called Dave in the first episode. The guy that just came over. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And we allowed to like have his voice because we were like, well, we don't, (laughs) we're just... We didn't know this was going to be a podcast. Yeah, we didn't think this would be... This is going to be episode 33, I think. 33 episodes, lads. That's quite a lot. Um, So, we are talking about... (laughs) We're talking about Mandy this time. I'm joined by Morton Wright. Hello. Who's been absent for, like, a million episodes. Not for one. Uh, I don't know what I was supposed to say there. <laughs> so we just thought we miss you. Okay, cool. You know, like... I miss you too. Well, now we're back together and we'll never be apart. It's good to have you here and also maybe don't have your hand in front of your mouth when you talk on the podcast. <laughs> I don't know what else I expected. <laughs> um, I'm also joined by Shay Collins. Hello. Podcast stalwart. Possibly, apart from me, has like the highest number of appearances, I think. Yes! Yeah. What, what about EJ? No, because... Because um, I missed some episodes. I think EJ might be in... But you and me have high. done more one-to-one episodes. But then the, you did Brick with EJ and, and Mummy with EJ. Uh, that's true, yeah. One day I'll... I, no, I won't. That was, no. I was going to say, one day I'll go through and figure out like a rally, a ranking total and start giving you all ranks and make you figure shit out. That's Sean's job. He's the treasurer. Uh, is he? I thought he was... No, I thought Racy was... To, fuck it. I Let's talk about the movie. Um, we begin, as ever, with one-line hot takes. Oh, God. Uh, You've not even said the film yet. Yeah, I said yeah, we're talking yeah, about Mandy. Oh, okay. Cool. Mandy by... Um... Pablo. No. Pablo. Pan- Pamos. Pamos. Pamos Contan- Contamos? Cosmatos? Patos Comantos. Oh, we're bad at this. Uh, <laughs> um, yes, <laughs> this is a horror movie? Horror? Kind of, would you say? Because I, I don't think anything in it was particularly scary. Mm. It felt more like reverse slasher kind of thing? Thrillery? Anyway, uh, one line hot take. Uh, Morton. What, what's your one-line hot take of what the thing we just watched was? 
The people next to us chose a very odd point at which to give up <laughs> and leave. <laughs> no, actually, I, I understood. I was like, oh, you know what? They're, they're like, oh, this is what this part. No, I'm not in. No, I'm because they left that. before it became what they probably wanted, which was Nick Cage. Yeah, but I think they were just like, oh, this woman is being, spoilers, being fridged. I don't want to mm. watch this. Let's it, get out of here. It's like, there's no way this goes to a good place. Yeah. And it didn't go to a good place. Um, Shay, one line hot take. Um, Nicolas Cage is a poet of the metallic order of a, apocalyptic words. <laughs> the metallic order? You reached far too far there. <laughs> did no, I, I think yeah. you reached precisely <laughs> as far as this movie did. Um, I was also going to say that God, I've missed Nicolas Cage just being... A, well, because here's the thing, here's the thing, right? The thing about this film is that the first, like, I don't even know how long because time ceases to have meaning. <sighs> yeah, no, I, I couldn't see my watch because the screen was so dark the whole time that I was like, I want to know if this has been an hour or five minutes. Yep, it's hard to tell, but once things... Once your inciting incident eventually... Ha Okay, okay, actually, no, fuck, forget that sentence. I, my one-line hot take is I admire a film that has the balls to drop its title card halfway through the movie. No. That was incredible. Mm. I was just like, okay, so now the movie begins for real. You would have loved Climax. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so should we recount the premise slash plot of Mandy? Okay. Between us, EJ's not here to do their usual role of... I don't know what EJ would have made of this. Uh, Nicholas Cage and Andrea Riseborough, husband and wife, they live in the forest together. They've got like a beautiful relationship. Some like a kind of Christian-y cult drives past Andrea Riseborough. The children of the new dawn. They get the leader Jeremiah gets obsessed. Um, they call upon these LSD demons. Demons who bondage lizards. Bondage lizards. <laughs> Biker bondage lizards. Help kidnap Andrea Riseborough so then Jeremiah can ha try and have sex with her. She laughs at him for being pathetic, because which is, which is <laughs> a great point of it. Because he's written like this song. And oh my gosh, like, you wrote this song about you? Yeah, and then yeah. just laughs at him and he yeah. angrily masturbates. Um, <laughs> and, and she gets fridged and Nicolas Cage then goes on a... a Murderous revenge rampage, and that's that's that's, that's, that's the whole film. Solid. I I just need to make one addition. Yeah. So the leader of the cult, Jeremiah. Yes. Do you know who he is? The character or the actor? The actor. Uh, I don't. He is Linus Roach, as in. Is this a Twin Peaks thing? No, 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 no. This is a Coronation Street thing. Oh God, he's in. <laughs> No, 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 no. He is uh, uh, William Roach's son who plays Ken Barlow in Coronation Street. Wow. Yeah. Boy. Wow. Okay. Well, if you've ever wondered what his incredibly flaccid penis looks like. <laughs> I, actually, that was really unclear to me. I was trying to look and I was like, the, the, the colour, I couldn't tell if it was cut or uncut. And I was looking and I was... I think uncut. I think like... it was uncut because of, like... The hole, so it looked like cause it was too. I was like, oh, it's probably. You both lost me. Oh, uh, we're talking about Jeremiah's penis. Yeah. Yeah. 
I like, was just, I was just uncircumcised, right? Oh right, okay. I wondered what the bloody hell you meant by uncut. I was just <laughs> no, it was definitely uncut because we saw the whole thing. Um, yeah. Penis talk. The new segment on her we could have done a penis talk in the pink flamingos as well. Um, so, so who would like to talk about their thoughts about this movie first? Um, Morton, you've been absent for a while. Yeah, let's check in. It's patience testing. Uh, I was probably not awake enough for it because every time. It felt like it was about to get going. A character seemed to just speak poetry for like <laughs> five minutes, and it was just like, okay, what? No, why isn't why hasn't Nicolas Cage been in it or killed anything yet? Uh, and then it's a slow burn. Yeah, it's but then about halfway burn. through, they're just like, right, okay, you've you've dealt with that. You've dealt with the weird culture. You've dealt with the burning of his wife. I, I, so I was very confused for about the first however long of this film because I thought I had read that it, it was his daughter that was kidnapped. Oh. So I was just like, this is a very odd relationship. Um, <laughs> the way that they sleep together in yes. the same bed and a um, lot of kissing on the mouth. So it's like, right, you've got through the first half. Now just have like a five minute scene of Nicolas Cage screaming that was in tighty whities in a bathroom. It was amazing. And it was amazing. It was, I, wanna, I could have watched that jump, for like jump 90 in, Shay, minutes. Please. Yeah. I really want to say, so expanding on my point, Nicolas Cage is a bit of a poet. He's and a national like, fucking that treasure. screaming where he's acting and emoting of like, I'm really upset about my wife being killed and I'm angry and I'm also chucking vodka on and I'm in pain because of all my cuts and bruises he and everything. He got stabbed yeah, really he got stabbed hard. really deep. And didn't seem to be and relevant. And yeah. cuffed with yeah. his hands and he's pouring and he's screaming in that bathroom and I'm like, oh my god, this is some powerful goddamn acting. Yeah. And there, there were moments that, this cool, that Nicolas Cage was called Ford to be laughed at, like, haha, yeah, isn't that fun? But that moment, I was like, hey, yeah, hey people, don't laugh. Mm. Yeah, this, this is this fucking great acting. It was, it was really good. Like, and this is not a funny moment. You're just laughing because you think Nicolas Cage screaming means you should laugh. And fuck you guys. Yeah, that was. That was I, there good. were there were definite moments of intentional comedy in this. Yeah, for sure. Like the bit when he fucking like kills the knife penis. <laughs> Kills, <laughs> kills the knife penis See, that demon. That penis was cutting. That was that was a cutting penis. <laughs> kills the knife penis demon. Kills that other demon guy. And then just picks up the broken glass with all of the cocaine on it. And it's just like, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay, this is this is hilarious. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> then 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 he like accidentally. Then he just goes, what is this jar? And takes it. He's like, oh, it's LSD that will ruin my mind for eternity. <laughs> yeah, and now now I'm ruined forever. Query. And that was the other spoilers at the end where he's like smiling, like covered in blood. Yeah. And that was like really sad to me. And you guys laughed, and I was like, oh my god, this is really sad. It was like I. It was kind of funny just because I think you can't choose a cut like that to go from all these <laughs> to go from all yeah, these like you know really lovely shots yeah, of um, yeah. Andrew Riseborough and then you know. 
go from her looking all like, oh, and it's like flashbacks when they first met and Dardley died. He's clearly tripping fucking balls. Yeah. Just being like, I'm seeing the things I want to see. They cut back to me, like full on grind <laughs> teeth. That, that, and I'm just like, that's an intentionally a kind of funny because the juxtaposition is really strong. Was, like, it is scary sad. And horrible, and I was like, oh no. You've got to make them laugh to make them cry. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Um, how did you find the pacing, Shay? Um, yeah, I found the. I I like. I like the the music and the sound of it, and I like, I kind of like the visuals. So it's okay with the pace, mm. like. And then the children of the corn people came in. I'm like, eh, these people aren't. They're not very, they're not great for the pace in terms of mm. their little side. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, I don't, I don't care. I. I was, I was happy to watch Nicolas Cage be all lovey dovey in this kind of ethereal world of Andrew Weisbrook. Yeah. That was nice. That was nice. I was fine with that. I like they live. They're talking about planets. It's like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. This is cool. I, I this is definitely the sort of film where like it wants you to just take a nice long bath in the like atmosphere and visuals and the sound design of it. Like sound design's fucking top notch. I really, really enjoyed the way that music was used. There was so much. Like I watched the first episode of the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina um, on Netflix with my housemates the other night, and there's a lot of good use of horror chords kind of stuff to signify stuff. And there's a lot of great use of horror chords in this, of just like, you know, sort of like danger music, and you're like, oh my god, and it's it, it's it's like going back to proper '80s era mm. fucking slasher stuff, but through this lens of like almost felt like fucking '70s art film, kind of just like everything is an ex. It had a slight Jallo yeah. feel kind of to it as well. Jallo. It was a Jallo taken. Yeah, yeah, it is. Good description of it. Bad. That, 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 I think that's what's also good about that pacing is like if you just jumped much more quicker into like his metal slashing killing, yeah. you would have just gone, oh, this is silly. Yeah. Mm. And like, it is funny that the, a lot of that stuff, and you're supposed to go, haha, isn't this fun? Yeah. But if you just jumped, if you got into that faster, you would have just been like, oh, how silly, and you wouldn't have taken any of the, the film in, at, at all seriously. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it was well constructed. I mean, it's, I, I, I'm always a big fan of like stuff that is very out there, and I think this was pretty fucking out there, in terms of just... quite tame. <laughs> <laughs> You contrarian bitch. No. Welcome back, Benedict Arnold. I hope you're looking forward to betraying me. Um, it's it's out there, and I, I, I quite like that it's sort of like, no, 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 I'm just going to take you through the whole thing, and it's, it's slow pace, yes, but I think that kind of, it worked for me well enough because I was just all like, oh, yeah, you know. Uh, there, there are lots of little bits where they, they just didn't bother to explain things, which I liked. Where he goes to his fucking like, I've come to get the Reaper, from that fucking dude in a caravan. He's like, I've made these mega kill arrows, <laughs> and possibly one of my favorite lines, like, go cuts through bone like a fat kid through cake. <laughs> I don't think a cat, fat kid uses a knife when they have cake. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, yeah. Uh, that's what those arrows do to your skull. And then they did nothing. Well, he shot like two to people with them and it didn't work. <laughs> One of them just pulled it straight through their neck. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, what's this? That's annoying. Yeah. 
I, the thing is, I, 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 I would, I, I enjoyed this film. I don't think I ever need to see it again. No. That is like, exactly my, it was fun, yep. but there are so many other fun films with much more substance to them. Yes. That I would, I, I would watch again. I would never watch this again. I'm like, oh yeah, I had my fun watching Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Go, ah! This reminded me a lot of like, Winding Refn kind of stuff. Yeah. That kind of like, really strongly put together aesthetics in pursuit of one core, very simple, this is what I want to do, and I'm going to do it to like, you know, within a nanometer of exactly how it is in my brain. And like, if you like that sort of thing, which I tend to, then great. If you want something that's got any kind of like nuance or... But even with like, to bring out reference, biggest fuckboy cinema uh, film, Drive, which I'm, I guess I'm a fuckboy because I like it. I like Drive. I like it. I'm just going to be real. I like Winding Reference work. He himself is apparently a total dickhead. <laughs> Mm. You know, and he does have what could be described as kill problematic subject like matter and ideas his, occasionally. At least with his films, they have much more feeling behind them. Like, yes. They, they do have that, here's a strong aesthetic, and, but they have much more feeling. Well, this didn't have that much feeling towards it because it was just like, this person got fridged, so he's getting revenge. So it didn't have anything like, here are these deep, complex emotions are like... Well, there's, mm. in, in comparison to Drive, sure, but this, this reminded me a lot of Only God Forgives. No, there's more depth to that. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's more depth to it, but it still felt closer in terms of like. Yeah, no, I get what you mean. These aren't so much characters, just... so much as they are very carefully curated statues that are rolling like, through yeah. the scene. Then yeah. they collide with each other in some kind of crescendo of violence, and you're like, that was enjoyable. There's still more character work in Only God Forgives. Oh yeah, as well. but I totally get your, the yeah. idea of statues. Like, yeah, yeah, just like, except in this case, one of the statues was Nicolas Cage. Having a, having a whale of a time by, mm, yeah. by any accounts. Before <laughs> entering into a really weird Blade Runner-esque diversion with a tiger. What the fuck was that? I think that was him meeting, like, God and the creator, <laughs> right? Because that, that was the maker of the LSD, so he was, like, meeting the creator. Who happens to have uh, a tiger? Yeah. I think he wasn't that was... developing photos, he was making LSD right <laughs> <laughs> I was really confused. I was like, why isn't this room red? <laughs> it's the only fucking room in the film that's not red. <laughs> okay, he, yeah, that makes sense now. Yeah, cool. he, had, he had all the little tabs. What, uh, did he call the tiger Adam as well? No, it's tiger, no, tiger's Lizzie. 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 Yeah. Remember he said, yeah. bye Lizzie. I didn't understand the tiger, but the tiger was fun. I, I liked it that it, when... He had a tiger on his shirt at the beginning. But also when he looked at... He, when he, when um, Nicolas Cage first entered the scene, he looked at him and it was just like animal growling noises. And I'm like, wow, mm. he's just like an animal now. Yeah, the tiger on the shirt, that's a good link. Yeah. Yeah. You could be like, oh, that's him. His, his like... Him letting his loose good, the beast. His, well, no, more his... Because the tiger's good, the tiger's calm and lovely and going, yeah. oh, I'll go off. And like, just like his t-shirt that he wears when he loses his wife, he kind yeah. of loses his yeah. good, pure self. That's and, like, my favourite shirt. Yeah. <laughs> what was with the fucking, like, you're I, a mean snowflake? Yeah, I found that What one. the fuck was that? Who knows? Who it's knows? so... I, going back to that previous point, though, I was expecting a, a tiger fight. Yeah, I, and I was yeah. quite For a moment, I was just like, is he going to fight a tiger? <laughs> yeah, I'm not really looking forward so, to him fighting a tiger. Disappointing moments, like, you didn't get to have a tiger fight. You didn't get to see him pull a nail out of his hand. No. You didn't, mm -hmm. like, the axe fight 
like the first axe fight wasn't that good. Yeah, the, the, none the of the combat was fight, great. Yeah, none I, of the I combat liked was the, I liked the axe flying through the air. Yeah, the axe flying through the air. Before it hit the good. guy in the head. That was a very <laughs> interesting shot. <laughs> it was like, it was Lord of the Rings close up on the ring style shot of just this axe flying through the air. In like a completely different kind of lighting and grading to the rest of yeah, the film. It's just like elsewhere an axe is flying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Like it, it Yeah. I feel like they I wanted there to be like some in many ways I would have liked it to be a bit more violent. Cause yeah. like the axe thing. I wanted to see him fucking go to town on someone with that axe. They made a big deal of like here is Nicolas Cage making an axe with sunglasses yeah. on. Yeah. Look how cool this shiny axe. He has taken a lot of time out Look of at all this lens flare. To make. Isn't this axe going to be really cool? And you're like, yeah, it is. And it's then, fucking cool. Yeah, at the same time, cool. he did seem to make it in like an hour at most. <laughs> it was very shiny. The timeline of he the spent film. a lot of time polishing it yeah. on, you know, off screen. Just like, oh, in six hours, I'm going to fuck those guys up. I hope I don't bleed out from my massive chest wound. It was his equivalent of the uh, the window going up and down <laughs> scene. <laughs> that was a great sequence. Just like that was good. This plays great on podcast, doesn't it? Just me doing an impression of a, win of a window motor. <laughs> um, um, Andrew uh, Ricebro was good. Yeah. yeah, she did good. I was like, she's always good. Yeah, yeah. solid. Um, this whole movie seemed to take place inside an '80s death metal album cover. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much what it was, and it had about as much substance as that. Like lots of abs. I was. Here's the thing. I was kind of hoping because I saw one trailer, and I was just like, yeah, I'll watch that. And I was really hoping in the beginning. I'm like, oh, are we gonna get like some fucking cosmic Cthulhu? Look at you, tiny mortal. You're nothing in the face of the cosmos. Because you got all that like lovely space shots mm. and stuff, and, like the weird sky bleeding aurora borealis, and then going, "What's your favorite planet?" You know, and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, "Oh man, it's gonna do like a space thing, and there's gonna be like fucking weird tentacle shit everywhere." And then then there, then there wasn't. There was only demon blade penis bikers, which is fine. I yeah. enjoyed that, but... I, it set you up with a lot of expectations that it was, like you say, it was going to go to a lot of weird places, and then it doesn't, and you're kind of just left with... Oh, it was it was kind of fun. It was a really out-there presentation of what was ultimately kind of a mundane story. Yeah. I would have liked it if the writing had kind of supported the really bold visual style more, you know? Yeah. It was... I wanted it to be more than a B-movie, in a way. But it was yeah, it yeah. was just a B-movie, but I've seen more fun attempts at that kind of film this year. Like, Upgrade, earlier this year, was just... Is that the one with the guy with the spine thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the, that any good? I've seen the trailer for it, that. I mean, it's straight to DVD Venom, but <laughs> it, I need you to give me control of it your It thinks body. it's the most original film in the world, but is Robocop. <laughs> Uh, but it's a lot of fun. All right, it's ridiculously good. fun. Whereas this was just kind of like, eh, yeah. Another film this reminded me of a film we saw at London Film Festival because we're professional film people. Uh, in Fabric. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, is, that, is that just because there's a guy comedically wanking in it at one point? <laughs> Uh, and also like the music, the music, and also yeah, the journey that... thing. And like I don't like, it. I didn't like in fabric that much, but it had, it had something more to it. Yeah, it, it had like, more to it again than this. Yeah. And its comedy wasn't just like, ha, isn't Nicolas Cage killing people fun? And it's like no, his like these little really witty. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like that had it had a kind of premise of a story that it was just like, oh, it's the kind of, the like the devil shopkeeper that's going to sell you something yeah. that's going to like be lovely but it's got a, a twist in its tail like a monkey's paw kind of thing, yeah. Kind of thing yeah. whereas it's and then it, it was like it was Peter Strickland's version of that yeah. story told twice uh, whereas this was it was just it was just a, reven a revenge thriller yeah. it didn't have it didn't have something that it was working from as its basis it's like you said it was just a film like visual representation of a death metal yeah. album cover exactly with about yeah. as like lots of allusions to big concept stuff but no real delivery yeah yeah i mean i still liked it is fine like good job but i i would have liked more yeah. i think yeah well rather yeah. more time in the oven with the script would have been yeah. cool yeah Workshop. i'll look back in a few days and feel like a waste of my time with this i think i don't think i, I don't think it was a waste of time like we've we've seen bigger wastes of time on this show yeah. You know, come on. Will we ever get the time back from us watching uh, fucking Murder on the Orient Express? I didn't go. Oh, this is why seen... Morgan avoids this have podcast. You seen... <laughs> have you seen Murder on the Orient Express? I've not. Oh, please watch it. it I can't believe you didn't reach immediately for Pirates of the Caribbean, though. No, that one, I, I don't consider that a waste of time. <laughs> I got a podcast out of that. Um, also, oh, it hurt me. Um, so... <laughs> Oh no, I know what the waste of time was. What? Justice League. Oh, fucking like, Justice League. Like, literal waste of time. I mean, we lost, half the, yeah, we lost <laughs> half the podcast. I did a nice song impromptuly in the middle of that one. Anyway, um, let's move to final thoughts. Um, Shay, could you give me your final thoughts? Uh, yeah, I think I've said, I've, I've said everything. Like, yeah, exactly yeah. like what you said. Like, visually interest, but there's nothing to it other than... Just like that visual and Nicolas Cage is great. I think he's a great actor. He was having, he was really trying in this film because sometimes was. he goes in films and you can see he's not trying. I think the director clearly just said, just go for it. And he was like, all right. Well, originally he was supposed to be a different role. I think Jeremiah, the director, wanted oh him my. for. But I kind of wish we'd had that. I mean, he, he, he did well in the, in the role he yeah, had, but, but imagine him as Jeremiah. Then, Him angrily masturbating while screaming at people. I would like to know if Nicolas Cage is cut or uncut. He's American, so probably cut, one would assume. <laughs> That's my final That's thought. your final <laughs> Nicolas Cage's Cage penis. Cut right? or uncut. All right, Morton. Forget the question, good or bad. <laughs> the real question with Cage is... We're asking the real questions here. <laughs> Morton. Um, yeah, it's like you said, it was visually very interesting. I'm just double-checking something in that respect. Uh, yeah, so it is... You're looking up name? a cinematographer. No, Panos, Panos Cosmatos is the director, and yes. he's credited as one of the writers as well. Ah. I think I'd be interested to see a film where he's just directed something that someone else has written. Mm, I think um, so, yeah. But also, my final thought is Elijah Wood produced this. He produced really? a lot of 
interesting horror mm. films though. That's cool. He's that's his jam now. Good yeah. job, Elijah. Um, yeah, I think my final thought would be, yeah, glad I saw it. It's fine. Wanted more. Please give us more insanity when you go to a I just really want it to be like oh yeah, oh sorry, my final thought actually. Big shout out and a lot of love to the excellent typography mm. in this movie, because oh there's some lovely bits of text in there and I'm just like, oh look at that, look at that, it's great. Uh, cool. Goodbye, Lizzie. You are free now, tiger. Rawr. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>